To the Flash Flashcast, we have a double header for you tonight as we discuss episodes 19 and 20, 19 being the once in future Flash and episode 20 being I Know Who You Are. I'm Lisa Schmeiser and with me as always are Phil Mozilek and Tony Sindelar. Hello. Hi. And I think everybody here is pretty familiar with the format of the show at this point. We are going to recap the episodes. And then what we're going to do is probably just throw all the segments out the window and talk about Savitar. Um, (laughs) Yes. Anyone who's listening to this is also familiar with the fact that we have like a billion rotating segments. um, Retired and unretired. And um, we shuffle them as see fit. Anyway, Phil is going to take the... um, episode 19 recap i will take episode 20 and tony has an exciting new technology called a stopwatch that he will use to time us on each to see how we did all right uh recappers uh to your marks okay um last time we did this oh you want to do it uh-huh. simultaneous no that's <laughs> okay um, that's- yeah right, so, phil when you're editing it put one in the left channel and the other in the right channel last time we did it yeah. i we, we there were there there was a lot of shunning going on with like I I, well, I was going to yell stick mm-hmm. to Tony and then he gave me the whole uh, sports thing. So do we want to use a different term to to pass the baton? Uh, that is, I'll I'll leave that up to the runners. Other runner number two, Lisa. How do you feel? What what signal do you want for uh, what, the handoff? Can you just say I'm done? Would that work? Okay. <laughs> Phil, yeah. how do you feel about that? All right, that sounds uh, anticlimactic <laughs> and, and and doesn't give us a drama, but we'll go for it. Okay, so so what what is your proposal? Real, I'm all for re- drama. Real, really patting out the uh, the recap section that we pride ourselves in how quick it is. Okay. It's the quickest of the quickest look, of the even, recap. Even is the us patting this is a fraction mm-hmm. of the time it takes the Arrowhead smug twins, <laughs> smug triplets to get through it. So just, just God, remember that. Nemesis, listeners, listeners, we're really out of practice. We're sorry. We're sorry When for you everything. have a nemesis, you commit to it, Moe's. I am yeah. impressed. Look, look mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. how to hold a grudge. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. He's got this bag. It's his grudge bag. He keeps grudges in it. And three, I'm thinking two, sw- one, Go. <laughs> okay, last week, Barry traveled to 2024 because he was doing some doodling and figured out that was the sweet spot to find Savitar. Who knew how, who knew why, whatever. Anyway, so then worse, Barry goes to the future to not see what he came for, which was kind of an apocalyptic thing. Killer Frost won't cough up the Speed God's identity. She just basically says, no, and that's it. So anyway, Cisco then comes and says, hey, wouldn't it be nice if we could still get the band back together? Eventually, all that happens. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, really, we've seen it all before. <laughs> and then Future Barry does give uh, Old Barry, or I should say Our Barry, a little magical thumb drive that's going to give him the, the woman who develops the Speed Force technology to imprison him. And But then we see at the end of that, because we get a little fight, fight, fight again, and I'm going to go ahead and steal that. Uh, the Thin Ice Queen... Uh, comes up to Savantar and says, you know, why should I trust you? He gets out of his Transformer armor, boom, and she says, oh, how, what, can, what kind of bidding can I do for you? Done. All right. So is it my turn? Yeah, go. You're on the clock. Right. <clears throat> Everybody who had Barry Allen from the darker future in the pool for who is Savitar, please collect your winnings. We get a monologue about how Savitar can anticipate anything Barry does because he's the future Barry 
note the comma, and but we do not get the explanation for the kill your grandpa style time traveling paradox that created Savitar in the first place. Also, Caitlin continues to be Killer Frost for no good reason whatsoever. We meet Dr. Tracy when Barry, HR, and Cisco mansplain her academia career to her, and amazingly, she continues to help them anyway instead of uh, telling them to get out of her lab and she would and, and go to Big Belly Burger. And Joe and his girlfriend exchange I love you. So those are the, the pretty significant character beats. The end. Wow. All right. Lisa, uh, uh-huh. 42 seconds. Yes! Uh, Moe's a minute and six seconds. So uh. in total, you, you, you did the whole thing in like, I don't know, math, uh, like a minute and 47-ish seconds. Uh, so I'd say that's pretty good. That's pretty well, good. Good job, go. team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, so the Savitar, we, we all, I think we all knew it was coming. Um, mm-hmm. You know, outside forces are not... Um, by the, I, I liked the process where Barry like finally puts together all the clues Caitlin's giving him. Um, In that fake, fakey Sherlock moment where I give a montage like, of, of information. Grant Gustin does a good thinky face though. Like he sat there and thought really hard at the camera. And um, <laughs> once once we once we got it all, and he's like, "It's me. It's from the future." And then we see that it's Barry Allen, and he's got like a hideous scar on his face, and he now lives inside a little Transformers suit. <laughs> did did anybody else just go? <sighs> yeah, I feel like they shouldn't have done the the Sherlocky uh, recap mm-hmm. for you. I feel like that was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I guess they they really wanted to 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 work for every audience, but uh, that was yeah. a little more. The hand was heavier than I needed it to be. Right? They are stretching yeah. these beats out to a point yeah. to where it becomes. It's hard to figure out. Like like if you're connecting dots, one, two, three, four, five. By the time you get from one to two, you forget what one was. So they almost mm-hmm. have to spoon feed you some. They don't have to. Believe me, they don't have. They didn't have to. It's not. This isn't that complex. I'm not a smart guy, and I knew Barry Allen was inside the suit. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, come on. Just it, it, be, be, be. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I I think the thing is um. I, I guess what I don't so on, on like a meta level what I like is I'm like okay this year Barry's, Barry Allen's biggest foe is himself it's a metaphor it's a metaphor for Barry as he struggles to be the Flash or what have you and it's a metaphor made literal and that's a pretty interesting like that's a pretty interesting conceit like what if you were your you know you are literally your own worst enemy how do you defeat yourself um and that's a great question but like you said, Mose, this thing got dragged out. And what I what I really would have appreciated is if the audience had been on to, oh my God, Savitar is Barry Allen, like in a much more explicit way, like we were in season one with Wells, where a lot of the dramatic tension in the storytelling in the last few um in the, in the in like the, the the second and third thirds of season one was, oh my god, you've got this evil guy, he's manipulating them, what's going on? And it would have been kind of interesting to to have Savitar's Barry Allen and have him and see him like plotting even or saying they're going to do this, they're going to do that, and then they do that, and we could all be on the edge of our seat going, "Cisco, Caitlin, no, don't do that." Um, so I'm disappointed from that perspective because I really feel like the knowledge that you are literally your own worst enemy could have could have provided all sorts of plot plot points and deeper and, and deeper enjoyment for the audience. Like I feel like the reveal was really badly handled. You'd like suspense. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally yeah. agree. I, th- I think you're on point. It's 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 also it revisits the whole question of 
why do evil speedsters insist on doing so much delegating uh, when they seem to be incredibly powerful uh, mm-hmm. and can do whatever they want? So why do they need to delegate? And and also, we had more abduction in this last episode. Yeah. We know how we feel about abductions of people on The Flash, yeah. which is that we've seen too many abductions. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, you're evil Barry from the future. Why do you need to delegate your abductions now? Um, mm-hmm. One of yeah, the things, that's... actually, I kind of did sort of like about the uh, episode 19 was mm-hmm. the fact that Cisco had no hands. And Oh, that and, was so great and so creepy. Well, and, and then plus, yeah. mm-hmm. that happened because of Caitlin. Like, she mm-hmm. did that to him. Like, And that kind of gave her a little bit more like skin in the game as, I'm like an mm-hmm. active threat. And then yeah. that active threat is i mean she was she was like trying to get at them and using the uh bobby drake ice machine uh in and making uh uh ice trails everywhere but it seemed like it was a cool scene i mean it was i mean that that's where they spent their money i mean she was just flying around and and that was super cool but you know be a threat if you're i mean if you're going to tell us that you can freeze your best friend's hands off then let's let's kind of do something mm-hmm. like that. She does. I mean, and it's it's this episode felt like they didn't have stuff to fill it with, and so yeah. like like people kept running away. That was like the weird thing. It's like <laughs> and running back the science, into the scene. Like everything yeah. Was, also, I mean, Caitlin is like the most ineffective super like super yeah. villain because well, she new. shoots an icicle, and all that people have to do is like tackle Doctor Tracy and and, and get her yeah. into the floor, get her, or hustle her out. Like if you are capable of creating ice slides for yourself and pulling an X Men body frost loco- means of locomotion, why can't you shoot more than one lethal icicle at people? And also, mm-hmm. why didn't Savitar tell you, oh, you know, I'm likely to block many of these icicles, so maybe consider a hailstorm. Like, that... Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, when did uh, when did ice and vibing... Like, when did those become opposites? I mean, maybe It turns I'm, out all elemental forces are okay. opposites of each other. It's yeah. a very complicated diagram. Again, I'm not so. a smart guy, so <laughs> yeah. sometimes like I, rock, I need you paper, two to tell me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like... My daughter uh, plays this Cowboy. iteration... So. Yeah, no, my daughter plays this iteration of rock, paper, scissors at school that also includes comets, planets, and um, <laughs> galaxies, apparently. Wow. And um, this is, yeah, and this is what it, this is what it feels like, is it's rock, mm-hmm. paper, scissors, alligator, dragon, dinosaur, comet, planet, galaxy. Uh, you know? <laughs> so you're just like, oh. We live in comet, complicated comet, times. Comet so. beats dinosaur, I guess, man. But, you know, dinosaur still beats paper. Like Rashomon so. <laughs> Thanos. Yeah. Yeah, it was just... So there are things I liked about episode 19. I mean, I enjoyed that HR was the only one thriving, and he had the romance novel circuit going. Um, Yep. I found that deeply hilarious. Um, And I did think it was interesting that in episode 20, like, he finally, when he's connecting with um, Dr. Tracy, um, he's like, yes, I'm wearing the face. I look like the super genius, but I'm not really. And... um, I thought, or I thought the face switching technology would have come in handy here, but then you don't get Tom Cavanaugh acting, and I can't tell if um, they want us to forget the face switching technology, or if that's going to be like a big reveal in one of the final two episodes where you know Savitar thinks it's Iris, but it's actually somebody else, or or, or who knows what. Lisa, but, you um, like you? I think you're the only one clinging to that 
I I mean, I I'm, I'm all on board for it, but I think you're yeah. right. I think that that is. I think they've told- forgotten. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Even this remember. is like this is like Gideon. Remember when, when we were all oh. like, "Why don't they talk to Gideon?" It's like because the writers forgot that there was a supercomputer and they forgot to yeah. put the line of dialogue in about why they can't use the supercomputer. But it's not even like they yeah. forgot. I mean, they put it it's, on that other show. I mean, and that's yeah. like yeah. it's like they're on board Siri, but not don't, can't remember where it came from. It's like a you know, that they they, uh, they updated so it and there was an incompatibility with the hardware and it's like you know you ever try you have you tried maintaining a transdimensional computer it's <laughs> it's worse than Windows 10 it's not good so <laughs> I was just gonna say it's like a Windows upgrade <laughs> no it's I think what the, I I think what I'm just so frustrated by is this whole season represents a huge missed opportunity. And we're beginning to coalesce around this theme of love. Love is what keeps us together. We love each other. We're chosen family and we have the courage to love and all that. And I realize we have all been complaining about how the big strength of the show was the joyfulness that these guys took in their roles, like their missions and the joyfulness they took in the family they had created. So, you know, mm-hmm. I realize we should be gratified by this, but I'm like, yeah, it's a little late. Um, in the, <laughs> well, it's like a little late yeah. in, the, in the season beat wise, as, as Mose puts it. And um, again, I just keep thinking this is such a wasted opportunity. Like, we have we we we, we have to figure out why did Savitar pick on Julian so hard then, and um, what does this have to do with Flashpoint? Because it's all got to come back to Flashpoint at some point. Um, there there because there's something tied up with that in some way, shape, or form. Otherwise, you wouldn't have Wally um, and his. I have business. a hypothesis. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear. All right, and this is because uh, I'm because from the from the comics that uh, I think that this story is cribbing from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the, uh, the 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 thing that they're going to crib from that comic, uh, in terms of uh, Savitar being future Barry from the future, who's angry slash uh, perhaps uh, crazy slash very upset, uh, is that basically Savitar. Savitar's motivations are a little unclear. He, make, he 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 talks a lot about things that don't totally add up. But I think that he is a version of Barry that has been driven mad either by repeated disruptions of the timeline mm-hmm. and or his attempts to repair repeated disruptions of the timeline. So Flashpoint was like the catalyst for the timeline being totally fractured and broken. And so it, which either created Savitar or created the thing that you know Barry tried to fix in the near future and goes crazy and mm. so and, and ultimately realizes in order to uh to to really deal with this I have to go back and deal with the uh 2017 version of myself who is ruining the timeline even though yeah. that may, mm-hmm. may mean I have to destroy myself which may create some kind of paradox um, so, see I believe that he has built that suit uh because he's injured and I don't think he can mm-hmm. run anymore and so somehow when he mm. was doing all these things, he eventually maybe was in the future, luckily, and was able to build a, a like a, a surrogate suit because they seemed mm-hmm. to kind of start to get into a little bit about the the mechanics, the what was it called? Strange metal. Mm-hmm. And but I because and he didn't move at all when he got out of the suit. And I'm just thinking. Dude, that guy's injured, and this is this is his only way of yeah. moving around in the Speed Force now. Hmm. Yeah. And he didn't have a beard, the, and he didn't have white hair, <laughs> which I was upset about. He had I a little bit of the uh, kind of like a dark Jedi look going on with the the face 
and the burns. skin. Like, yeah, like what yeah, I really dark, Jedi, dark Jedi do not have a good skincare regimen. I don't, they, I don't even know what you're talking about. I, I mean, sunscreen. in the shape, shape or form about Dark Jedis. I think that's gross. No, I, I think we should call it Grant Gustin's performance here, though, because you have Barry Allen doing the Barry Allen thing, and then when Barry Allen as Avatar steps out, he really changes everything from yeah. his body language to the way he holds his facial features to his to his vocal delivery and it was a great subtle shift um you know so hats off to hats i i think sometimes it's easy to forget how much work the actors have to do to imbue imbue their characters with with plausible characterization and um and make it believable and in this mm-hmm. case you know even though i'm like oh, this is some sort of hogwash reveal like when you see barry and dark barry there you're like oh I, it's not just an actor acting against himself in a green screen around like wow he really like went to the time and the effort to try to create two different mindsets for the characters mm-hmm. and that that and two different physical presentations and i love that see uh-huh. now you everybody know. kind of pooped poo-pooed on his i don't even like to say this but it just everybody will understand but mm-hmm. emo barry mm-hmm. but like yeah. Oh, I from last week I, with the stupid wig. Oh, see, again, I I don't understand. Like, like, like you don't are t- you are you're inferring that you're not taking care of yourself. However, I can tell that you you're getting you're getting a style of some sort. Like, why not just like let it go and be long and really ratty looking instead of you know. What, what well, in the was. future, in 2024, yeah. uh, hair care has, fi- has reached a point where there's just like a thing they apply to you once a year and your hair, that's the default state. Uh, and then Oh, it's GLH? To, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought the, uh, the kind of the star of that episode was uh, Heartbroken fu- Future Cisco. Uh, so yeah, I, I, right. I enjoyed him. Um, yeah. So it was it was hard to compete with him uh, in terms of every, the other parts of Team Flash who are kind of mopey and sad and in, in the uh, somewhat distant future, but still look very much like they do today. Um, Except HR, so. like that. Quote me if I'm wrong here, but HR, like that was the first time we like the word like threesome was inferred, <laughs> and like I mean that was a lot of, <laughs> lot, of, lot, of lot of sexy talk. I you know yeah. who you know who directed that episode, uh, Phil. Uh, I Kavanaugh. believe it was Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah, that's how yeah. it works. Apparently, I like so, it. Yeah. I mean, I, he did, I, I don't think he got. I think he did a decent job at it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that said, Barry's wig in episode nineteen was just awful. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did enjoy Craig. Well, I enjoy unhinged Cisco though. Like I like mm-hmm. Carlos Valdez's performance. The the unhinged Cisco was really chilling and affecting at the same time. Um, that said, I'm so tired of Killer Frost. Just so so tired. Well, and I get that it's fun for Danielle Panabaker because she gets to play somebody who apparently just had massive like leather wardrobe options waiting yeah, I for don't, her. Yeah, like where's... how did she come up with that? What sort of costume shops you do know, they have in Ka- Central Kaylin, City? We, we don't know. We don't know what Kate. <laughs> Lid's life is like maybe no. you know she went you know she went to a lot of raves in grad school we don't know, I don't know. so but, you know uh, i think yeah, if we looked in everybody's her, her. closet we would see uh-huh. a few <laughs> items in our closet that we always uh-huh. want to wear or wanted to wear at that particular party or mm. as tony said rave and for whatever reason we got all the the accoutrements and our armor, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we didn't have the inner fortitude to actually go. Mm-hmm. And so, I with- think if if you're not prepared to be the doppelganger <laughs> supervillain version of yourself, 
Like, I mean, what kind of life are you living? So <laughs> you're not living your you're not living your most honest life. <laughs> yeah, or evil life. It's 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 yeah. confusing how those converge. Well, this, so this is the thing that really bugs about Caitlin, though. Is again, everybody else who gets powers is it just amplifies who they already are, and we've never had a hint that Caitlin is a secretly seething cauldron of evil mm-hmm. or anything like that. If anything, we've we've if anything, we've been introduced to somebody who has systematically had every safe support in her life kicked away. Like, you know, she had a cold and withholding mother. We don't know a thing about her father, but she had a cold and withholding mother. And then she trusted Dr. Wells in season one. And oops, surprise, turns out he's not Dr. Wells. He's Yoberthon. Um, Like one fiance leaves her so that he can go flame on with another dude. Um, the second guy that she dates turns out to be evil and from another universe. And, um, you know, this season there's there's the the, the Julian stuff. I can see where that would give you a complex, but I don't see where that says, oh, now that I have frost powers, I can just, you know, go crazy. And um, it's just that character has been so hard done by. And instead of presenting her as somebody who has been really hard done by and is in serious psychological pain, at this point, it's this really tired old trope, which is, oh, woman undergoes traumatic thing, suffers split personality. Um and I'm betting you dollars to donuts that we're looking at a real split personality situation here because the problem you had is the you line have to like, show Caitlin that is- you have to yeah. show this trauma. It's, it's, well, I think that they, like, I think that, I think, I think that they laid, the, I think they laid down the split personality thing though, because because in the last episode she's all Caitlin is dead. There's only Killer Frost, and I was like, you know, you know where I've seen that? You know where I've seen like that exact arc is I've seen it on Rising Stars, which uh-huh. was the J. Michael Straczynski comic where you had a character called Critical Moss who could do all sorts of crazy psychic stuff, and because she had been abused as a child like she suffered dissociative personality disorder and the 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 personality that protected her from trauma became the dominant personality and just when she's about to change to 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 kill the world like along comes the quote-unquote good personality to sacrifice herself in the process and i worry that this is where we're headed where like caitlin will search to the fore all of a sudden and be like oh i can't you're my friends and uh and and she'll get killed by savitar or some nonsense like that well I, like I say, a purge is in the works, and I fully will accept it. And if she gets clicked, <laughs> then she gets clicked. Uh-huh. It's you know mm. just the way it has to be sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, I just I feel like as we wind down the season with just three episodes left, I'm like, these are all characters I like, and this season it has been like watching a group of fifth graders take a bunch of dolls and mash them together to see what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> you yep. know, like the age where they start tying firecrackers to G.I. Joe to see what happens when the firecracker goes off and, you know, Barbie gets thrown in a sewer for a week. And I, I feel like this is where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's I, I'm interested to see where it will end up in terms of uh, Barry and, and Savitar, but I don't have high hopes, especially with how disappointing the uh, the conclusion of, of the previous season was. Yeah. It's, it's hard to be too optimistic. Remember when we were like, oh, Zoom, he's got to have a plan. He keeps saying he's got a plan, and the plan is to run in circles for reasons. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Well, so, I guess the, 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 the bigger question I have then is, like, how much more of this show do you continue to watch and pay attention to like it matters? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you yeah. can skip every other episode. And yeah. you would be fine. The problem is you're going to miss that one or two, as it has been this season, that are really exceptional to the rule and are very, very good episodes. And they're mm-hmm. usually tightly 
kind of compact. In fact,、mm-hmm. I would say maybe the show needs to stop being an hour. Maybe it needs to be thirty minutes and just drop <laughs> all the fat.、Mm. You know, that's not a bad idea. I don't see the WB doing that or CW because they're they're like, no, Berlandi owns this four nights a week,、um, and they're、no. like, Archie's not going to ninety minutes. We're sorry. <laughs> I don't need ninety minutes, Archie. Nobody needs that. <laughs> <laughs> But、um, I, I, you know, again, the idea that Barry Allen is literally his own worst enemy is a really interesting idea, and I feel like we've talked about it before. And we've also talked about maybe season four shouldn't feature Big Bad; it should just feature them like learning how to be people in the world and superheroes in the world, and like they trip over their own big puppy feet. So I'm.、Um, I can see somebody in this. Technically speaking, season three is like that because it's Barry Allen learning how to be Barry Allen、it's, against Barry Allen. But you know, it's it's、uh. it is. I mean, it is. It, it's a good step away. It would have. It would. I mean, I think Barry、mm-hmm. Allen was like our top choice, right, for Savitar. Yeah. And our second choice was uh, uh, some version of Wells, I forget what his、perhaps. actual name.、Uh, I think our、mm-hmm. second choice might have been Flash Dad, or I mean,、yeah. but not actually Flash Dad because he's. Is it Jay Garrick from Earth Three? Is that yeah? The specific yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who is who is still trapped in the Speed Force, right? Oh yeah,、uh, Wait, no one, no yeah, one even in the big montage, like my daddy figure. Ah,、uh, yeah, he's still yeah. locked away. Yeah, he he. They have、yeah. not mentioned him recently. So like, Wally took a vacation to Earth Three, and it's like, oh yeah, there's still somebody trapped in the Speed Force. We'll get and, there. And, 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 like, sure. and he back came back. He came back this week. And what was notable was this: this week, like literally, nobody was missing. Like Julian was in、mm-hmm. many scenes, and、um, and、uh, I, and in going with Moses Purge theory, I think Julian is also not long for this world.、Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting too attached to him. So I mean, I think he's had. He's had. I'm. It, it's been fun to have him this season, but I'm. I'm already、energy. in my head imagining him getting torn in half and thrown into a speed force vortex.、Uh, so. Look, look. Here, you, you, all right. You,、yes. Are you are you right for not? Here, here's yeah, he's sorry, Eddie. He's like the Eddie of season three. <laughs> yeah, this this is the season four prediction. All right, blonde people should stay away from vortices. That's all、yeah. I'm saying. He、so. he's gonna get click clacked or just go back to England and go play Indiana Bones, and then、mm-hmm. Caitlin is getting clacked. For sure, that that's that's、uh-huh. a given because they've got the nurse from, or I shouldn't say the nurse, the other doctor from House who's playing.、Uh, what's her name? Her name is、uh, Anne Dudek, who's、oh, playing yeah, Tracy Dudek, Tracy、yeah. Brand. Tracy, Tracy Brand. Well, she's、mm-hmm. she's accomplished. She was on House, which was、okay. my favorite、yeah. show, and she can easily be the new scientist female figure. They can get rid of two and add one. That's the way. That's the only way the math works. Yeah, because、I、you think, can't have more than one woman on a show who knows anything about science. No, no, no is, I'm is, not that, law, now. No,、uh, I'm just saying. But no, but by, by the logic of, but yeah, by the logic of um of how TV works, you you really can't have um more than one woman who is professionally competent at um. Anything that she's doing. And well, at least they'd be caddy. But since we, this woman also has a big, they would be know. written as caddy.、Oh, yeah, because you know that's that. it. They would because women only compete with each other. They're well, never friends. They truth, never build each other. Truth、up. is stranger、yeah. than fiction, and and so、yeah. you just have to you have to play the odds there. But you can、yeah. you can eliminate two people. But she can,、mm-hmm. yeah. But you're absolutely right in it, yeah that, that it, that's how it's going to work. That it's two and then one、yeah. comes on.、Mm-hmm. I'm also so I what's so weird is is yeah. In in this purge, I'm guessing also Wally loses his powers, right? So、yeah. I think some people are going to die, and I think Wally、uh, and m- maybe even Jesse Quick are going to lose their powers. I feel like that's that's yeah. That's you got you got to have a, have a cosmic reset. 
I think they'll yeah, big reset. Yeah. So um and I was thinking. Yeah, the speed in the- force has got to come back at some point and be like, Barry, you keep messing this up. Jesus. And you know, maybe if they depower him for a while and while so- he runs around with powers, that would be pretty awesome. In the comic version of this, where Barry fights mm-hmm. future future blue electricity Barry, uh, mm-hmm. they fight, and Barry, and I, be, I guess the equivalent of Savitar gets defeated, but Barry gets trapped in the Speed Force for a while. But it's not Speed Force goes, talk to people and think about your feelings, Speed Force. It's the no man's land trapped between time, where there uh-huh. are a lot of dinosaurs, because comics love Dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Oh god, and Barry has I, I to saw fight this. Dinosaurs. Yeah, I read this on your recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you may you may uh, rethink ever follow my recommendations again. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think they have the budget for dinosaurs. But yeah, uh, yeah dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I actually want to make an Andu deck recommendation. Um, I didn't see her on House, however, I did see her on a Britcom called The Book Group, where she and Michelle Gomez play um, two wildly opposite people in Glasgow who start a book group to meet people. Um, and Dudek is a lonely American who's just been dumped and has a terrible life. And Michelle Gomez plays um, a wag. That is a wife and girlfriend of a professional soccer player. And it is a deeply hilarious series. And I had forgotten how much I enjoyed it until you mentioned Anne Dudek's name. So look it up. The book group used to be on Hulu. It might still be on Hulu. I have lost track at this point as, as to who streams what where. But if you can find it, go see it. Anne Dudek is great in it. <laughs> she was and awesome actually, in house. She really was. And also, was a- re- and also read anything that Tony recommends. Mm-hmm. So she She's awesome in House. I've never seen House. Oh my god! Which is odd because I like Hugh Laurie, yeah. so that's pretty strange. Yeah, yeah. I, I highly recommend you that. Ex- mm-hmm. Here's the problem. I'm a, I, I've I've said this in, in other uh, other facets and other mediums. The problem mm-hmm. is you can see all of the House episodes on Netflix. However, uh-huh. they didn't mm-hmm. get the rights to Massive Attack for the opening theme, and they basically kind of made like like a B series kind of sounds like this song mm-hmm. and it really is yeah. upsetting yeah. but if you can oh, get and over I just, that and i also and i also realized that i've seen ann dudek on big love where she plays um a fundamentalist uh, mormon splinter housewife i have not watched house uh it's been recommended to me specifically by my uh my grandmother uh, my uh-huh. grandmother told me oh tony you would like house house is really mean just like you um, yeah. oh, wow which terrible. which which is how you recommend tv shows to people midwestern style um, well see here's what's stop. interesting tony is we just learned a little bit about you which is your own grandmother thinks that you're mean but everybody no, loves I, you on the incomparable I, and yeah. thinks that you're that that oh tony he, so he wait, can, in this in this duality, somebody has to be wrong, right? They can't both be right. Um, no, exactly. Right. And I think um, what, so, the did you lean over and say the old woman, "You'll be dead soon," because that's really God. the only <laughs> that's really yeah. the only way you can answer that. Wow, uh, Lisa, Nebraska would not be kind to you. Um, so yeah. why are there lots of old people that I have to deliver bad news to? Well, I mean, there's some. So I know of at least two. So. <laughs> at least two. Okay. I believe you that I would not be kind to Nebraska. <laughs> well, it's, it's a two-way street there in Nebraska. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want yeah. more. I want. I want to see more mean Tony. Is what I'm saying. Uh, okay, I'll work on that. All right. so. I don't think you have to work that hard. I, I like. I, I now, b- based around your grandmother, I now know the truth <laughs> that I was thinking this whole time. So basically, uh, the Tony Savitar. You know, I'm a New Englander, so by uh, Midwestern standards, that basically means I'm a monster. So that's, <laughs> very nice, you know, very nice. That's how it works. Um, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so that was my story about not watching House. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, I think we've pretty well hit the third rail here, and we're flying <laughs> yep. down it. Like, we seem to hit the accelerator. Uh, yep, that's my fault. <laughs> See, there it is. There, There's me and Tony. He makes it yeah. seem real cute and innocent, but in his whole plan mm-hmm. was to destroy mm-hmm. the cast. Yeah. So, uh, what else should we cover? Uh, I guess nobody was super excited about the big reveal because we're sick of big reveals. Um, and and this was just a... I, I feel like we knew this was coming through logical deduction, but mm-hmm. I don't feel like the breadcrumb trail was that skillfully laid. Mm-mm. So that's another reason why the reveal fell flat is it didn't reward us for paying attention this season. I thought the only thing clever in it, and I'm not even sure if it was intentionally clever, is the line where he says... I am the future Flash, and I think when you hear it before, you hear it as a with a comma in there, right? I mm-hmm, am the future, yeah. comma Flash. Mm-hmm. But I think the implication in the in the, the re- rehash of that is that he is saying, "I am the Flash of the future." Yeah, right? go back a couple that, episodes. I said the exact same thing. That was the thing. closest thing there was to something clever, and even that wasn't super clever. Also, yeah, I just I don't understand. Like, I get it. You're from the future. You're really angry about the timeline or something. But why do you have to be a jerk to everybody? <laughs> you know, why do you need to communicate? like harsh ominous messages through julian um like shouldn't you be busy uh destroying the timeline or fixing the timeline or yeah, whatever and how crazy does murder time travel seem to be the the modus operandi for... yeah people just people go right to murder nobody like you know like this is the problem you know you're a new supervillain. Mm-hmm. like why don't you try out robbery or maybe arson like you know work up to it you know? Yeah, slow your like, roll. <laughs> practice a little, you know, or maybe... Social look, no media. One goes to the, yeah. No one goes to the majors the first time they step up to the t-ball, you know? Mm-hmm. you you, you got to build a lifetime worth. I this, this this is actually one of my biggest complaints about the superhero slash supervillain genre in general, is people get powers and there's like a brief training montage and they're fine. And I just keep contrasting that to, say, professional athletes or professional musicians who have innate talent but literally have to devote most of their life to figuring out how to best deploy that talent in a wide variety of unpredictable situations. And I'd really love to see something where, like, a supervillain is 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 super powerful but is taken out by a middling hero who's like, I have been doing this for 25 years. There is literally nothing that surprises me. <laughs> you know? So... Yeah. If you leave again, the trail luck, of breadcrumbs too far spread apart, you lose the track. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah exactly. Fact. That birds eat it all. Yes, that's right. So. Or yeah. Tony does. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I can go like for that. a nice breadcrumb. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you leave some crumbs in the woods. That's on you. So. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why did you, you use know? crumbs? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Next time, use uh, you know polished stones. Oh, that's a yes. that's a wilderness survival tip from Mean Tony. So. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be sure to deliver that tip while you're being eaten by a bear because you got I feel lost like what we should do is just do like a series of micro podcasts where it's you it's just a five minute thing survival tip from Mean Tony is like you completely second guessing every dumb move anybody has ever made in like yeah. a fairy tale or comic book. Next time, nope. don't let Batman hold on to the kryptonite. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your mistake was being in the same area code as Batman. So let's let's take a couple steps back. Um, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I I feel like so many supervillains would do so much better if they just remembered that. Don't be in the same zip mm-hmm. as Batman. You know, I think there's supervillains really they they struggle with a lot of things: time management, mm-hmm. uh, prioritization. It's it's yeah. There's 
there's a lot of room for improvement there. Uh, I mean, this could be a great business opportunity, mm-hmm. but I don't think they make the best customer base. A uh, mm-hmm. lot of attrition, not reliable about paying bills, um, hard to hold them accountable. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Well, on that cheery note, um, what are our hopes for the, for the, for the back three episodes? We're going into the final stretch here, guys. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do- are we talking? We got three more left. We have three mm-hmm. episodes left. This is number 20. There are 23 in a season. So when they said, like, they were making that big quote, Iris will die May 23rd, that was mm-hmm. basically really The May final 23rd. episode airs yeah. on May 23rd. Son of a yep. yeah. They shouldn't do that. That just... <laughs> mm-hmm. That's just kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all going to work it's out. Not, it's, it's, it's not it's, clever. Yeah. yeah, it's all going to work out, guys. I mean, this is, we've been here before. I, I, yeah, yeah. I don't mean to wrong. be that guy, but all it's right. going to be fine. Yeah. Please ask for hopes. Here's my hopes. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I am prepared to be kind of disappointed in the overall season. My hope is that there are some nice uh, scenes and character moments along the way uh, that I do not 100% regret watching the next three episodes. That's my hope. I am, I, my expectations are being managed. They're being managed very low. Yes, so. very, very aggressively managed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's what's going to happen. You ready? Mm-hmm. Right. This is, this, mind you, this is not a hope, but I'm here just to put pins and things. <laughs> all right, so we've all been seeing Iris getting stabbed through the heart, right? Guess mm-hmm. what's going to happen? It's going to be Caitlyn. They, they, they've, they've just changed the timeline just enough. And Caitlin mm-hmm. gets it through the heart, and she's dead. But they'll bring her back next next season. Don't worry. But but they've that's got that vial happen. of her blood, and she'll she heals right. because she's you know maybe that's Ross. where the face switching mask technology comes in. You would be so happy if they ever mentioned face switching so mask. Would because more. the potential for deception is amazing, and they yeah. haven't used it once. I I feel like I'm the only one who's who's seriously invested in. in oh in my habit. gosh. What if I HR want you to be does right? <laughs> oh, because he's kind of expendable. Sorry, sorry, HR. But you yeah, know, because you have infinite, this isn't inf- your infinite Tom Cavanaugh's. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. We can get the mime. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't know. The, the only thing I I don't know do we, do we want a, a another ta- Tom Cavanaugh next season? I'm just I don't know where this ends. Of course um, we do. I like the idea of like an emo. To, I, I like he like wears a beret and snaps his fingers constantly, and everyone was like, you know, just when we thought we got the most annoying possible <laughs> Tom Cavanaugh. No, <laughs> Tony, I don't even no. like that kind of talk. Of course we're gonna have a Tom Cavanaugh. That's just I'm that, sorry, that's I've been let down talk. by a Savitar reveal. This is I'm in a vulnerable state. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think those are very solid hopes. Uh, I hope that some of our hopes come true. But okay. yeah. All right. my hopes are low. Okay. <laughs> Mose, do you have any hopes? Or are you just like along for the ride here? No, Don't no, expect my, anything. My, Don't get disappointed. No. I, honestly, my hope mm-hmm. is that someone dies for reals. And, uh, and, stay, and stays dead, huh? They have to stay dead. And, it's gonna, and I, I really think that it needs to be, go ahead, bring Dudek on as, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the the like that she's almost would be a good like mirror point to uh cisco in the technology and building stuff realm uh rather than being more of a physician mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i i just think i think they're due for maybe like a little bit of a cash change and a little bit of a shake-up that's my I hope did, i i did i kind of i did enjoy the duality of like 
you are going to be this brilliant award-winning person in the very near future and it's mm-hmm. unfortunate that we're just meeting you on like the worst week of your of your life yeah um, like that's 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 kind of fun um that's but, a good origin yeah. story mm-hmm. it is yeah. a very good origin story it was about when they were mansplaining how fires work to her though mansplaining how fires work to the physicist i was like really this is how you guys are gonna this is not a solid first impression because honestly if i were managing a fire in in a space and three people burst in three men burst in to tell me oh fires can hurt you young lady i I would be livid (laughs) you know like that whole scene was just really cringy you know yeah, as it, it you know, there's no good way to show up and say we're here with information from the future and we need to steal your ideas. I feel like so, they could have said that. As, I feel it. like they could have said that as opposed to leaving with fire hot little lady. Yes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fire in the hole. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not good. Yeah. All right, we're gonna wrap this sucker up because uh, it's now gone as long as a, a flash episode, and that's our general rule. I want to thank. Yeah. I want to thank Mozilek for being here as usual. You're very welcome. Please? I'm here to kill all, uh, you know, characters and bring out new ones. Kill the cast and start over. <laughs> Burn this yes, mother exactly. down. And I want to thank Tony Sindelok. It's been fun. Uh, bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. And uh, I was and with you as always. I was Lisa Schmeiser. Mm-hmm.